Welcome to Philosophy, the first edition. September 2022, it's the first one. It features two articles, Amber Heard and Mortgages, and an article about abortion along with three fun little squares at the bottom. I wanted to create a vocal edition so that if you were too lazy and you didn't want to use your eyes to read it, um, you can just listen to the podcast. Or if you want to follow along and have me read it to you, that's great too. Um, obviously, it's so hard to fit everything I want to say onto one piece of paper. So the podcast will have more um, asides, more stories, more just more coverage than the actual newsletter itself. But I think that's fun. Anyway, so the first one is Amber Heard and Mortgages. I have a picture of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard from the trial. It's a screenshot from Google Images. I even put a little caption. It says, yep, I took a screenshot of this picture from the internet. I'm not a photographer, and I definitely wasn't at the trial in Florida to take one in person. Funny story. <laughs> the trial wasn't in Florida. <laughs> so, of course, I wasn't there. Um, I sent this newsletter out, and someone immediately, they just, they called me, and they were like, hey, Sean, it wasn't in Florida, and you said it was in Florida. It was in Virginia. <laughs> I was like, well, it's too late to change that. Anyway, see, this is why the podcast is better. You can get a, <laughs> a better, I, I don't know, you, you, get, you get what's right. Anyway, the caption goes on further. It says, additionally, these articles are meant for informational and entertainment purposes. Do not rely on these articles and always form your own opinion on all matters. If you disagree with my opinion, tell me why. Okay, so then we go back. Amber Heard and mortgages don't be like Heard. To convince us that Amber Heard really meant she donated $3.5 million to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles by, quote, pledging the money, she gave the following analogy. It's like buying a house. You don't really pay $1 million. You just make monthly payments. So it's the same thing. Well... No, it's clear she doesn't know anything about mortgages. And I'm telling you this right now. It was at this point that that analogy where I thought to myself, OK, Amber Heard doesn't know what she's talking about. So <laughs> I guess the message in this newsletter is and I do it, too. I mean, I talk about things I don't know about all the time, but don't talk about something or make an analogy or try to prove your case in front of 12 people, in front of 12 jury members, if you don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, when you buy a home for, let's say, $1 million, uh, I put a little fun fact here because I put dollar sign $1 mm. Sometimes people just put $1 M, but the fun fact is million like the word million is denoted by two little m's because the Roman numeral m means 1,000. So two of those letters together means that you multiply them. So 3m is really 3,000 and 3mm is 3 million. So if you find a house for 1m, buy it because it's only $1,000. Obviously, they probably won't let you buy it, but it's just a fun fact to know. Anyway, in, in, in quick sum, when you buy the $1 million house, you usually ask a lender to give the money to the seller for you. The lender says, fine, 
we'll give the seller $1 million and you will repay us each month until it's satisfied. At that point, the lender protects its financial interest by placing a lien on your house, which tells the world that you owe money and that if you fail to make a payment, the lender will take your home, sell it, that's what a foreclosure is, and pay themselves back with the sale proceeds. On the other hand, when her doesn't make the donation, nobody's taking her home or her life or really anything else from her because there's no lien, there's no contract, there's no other obligation that forces her to make that pledge. So pledging, as Amber Heard defines it, is nothing like buying a home. Actually, it's probably the the furthest thing away from buying a home, absent the fact that money exchanges hands. Okay, let's go to the second article. It's, did you know what happened with abortion? I put a little picture of, I think, a Cabbage Patch doll (laughs) that I thought was funny. I just saw it. You know, I didn't want to put a real baby, obviously, with a little X through it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Anyway, it's holding like a little floaty and a shovel just to give you an idea of, (laughs) I guess, what happens with abortion. I don't know. Anyway, Roe v. Wade is the famous Supreme Court opinion that created a fundamental right to abortion. It basically said, yes, women, you can have an abortion. Um, A fundamental right is pretty difficult to define. In fact, I did the worst in in my constitutional law class in in law school because of just how complicated this whole fundamental right uh, concept is. But it's easiest to understand it as a right that's so unique to humankind that democracy, uh, the political process, and the federal government shouldn't interfere with that right. Some examples of fundamental rights include the right to vote, the right to travel from one state to another state, and a right to privacy. Uh, think about these rights. Should the federal government protect your right to vote? Your privacy and your right to travel from one state to another state? Absolutely. Imagine what would happen if the federal government didn't guarantee that. So in my opinion, one of the hardest issues relating to abortion is the timeline of pregnancy and labor. Is using contraceptives an abortion? Should a mother be permitted to request an abortion within the first trimester of pregnancy? Should she be permitted in the second trimester? How about the third? How about after birth? How should the federal government regulate this for everyone? The recent Supreme Court opinion overturned Roe v. Wade. The reasoning, the logic, and the effect of that being overturned is, in my opinion, as follows. Number one, the federal government doesn't slash can't determine what's best when it comes to abortion and when, during that timeline, abortion should be protected, prevented, or even permitted. Number two, the political process, i.e. state regulation and, and voting by the people, should decide these kinds of complex issues. So basically, the political process says if the people can vote for it and the people can ultimately decide um, the, the ruling and if the people should be the ones who make the decision, then the political process has protected that right enough that the federal government doesn't have to step in. And I think that's appropriate here. 
But the effect, the effect is what's important. And the effect is that some states will protect the right to choice and some states will protect the right to life. It will ultimately depend on the voice of the people. That's my personal opinion. I, I, I obviously think that, um, you know, women should have the right to choose. Um, I think life is important too, but at the end of the day, the community should decide. And I, I can appreciate that communities across the United States are obviously split on this, on this issue. And um, it's just not right for the federal government to come in and say that this is how all women, um, you know, uh, should, the, that women should be limited to whether it's life or choice. Anyway, I live in California where abortion will always exist. I, I think it really will just always exist here. I think it'll always be choice in California. Some states will make it illegal. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how states react to this decision. I'm really interested to see if some states will make it illegal to travel to another state to get an abortion. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I'm curious for your thoughts. So please reply by email. Um, so here, so that's the end of the two basically main articles of the newsletter, and I put three little quick, uh, quick blurbs at the bottom. The first one is, you know you're Armenian when you finish a product. I think there's a plane going by, so I'm going to let I'm going to let that plane go. Anyway, you know you're Armenian when you finish a product, you clean out the container, and then use that container as the Tupperware for leftovers. Nothing is better than shoving rice pilaf into a jar of Nutella and sticking it into the fridge. This is a true story. I went to my grandma's house, opened the fridge, saw the Nutella, got excited, got some bread out, warmed the bread up so that I could put that Nutella on there took the cap off and just found like butter pilaf shoved in there to the brim like you know, the pellets of rice were falling out when I took the cap off anyway the drink of the month is pumpkin cream cold brew oh such a good drink dm me reply to the email text me 714-363-6091 to receive a five dollar gift card to starbucks this is a first edition reward for all of the people who signed up um, I please do it. It would make me so happy. And I definitely want you to try this drink. And if you already have tried it, you know how good it is. And what's better than a free drink, especially now. <laughs> By the way, this offer expires September 30th, 2022. This is a September month uh, award, I guess. Anyway, the song of the month is the third blurb and it's called Back to You by Robin Knack. Knack? Knack? I don't know. It's good for barbecues, pool days, riding bikes, and picnics. What's your song of the month? Let me know. Super interested. On the bottom, in the footer, I put Shantuzunyan Esquire. My email, which is shantatuzunyanlaw.com. My phone number and a quote that says happiness is a smile away. I really believe that. You should too.